0: Look it down at the Chronicles of down
1: down. happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Cable Presents Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the program. Once again, if this is your first time checking out the show, thanks for uh, tuning in. You can find fresh episodes coming at you every Friday. And if you want to help support the podcast in a free way, you can do so by clicking subscribe on iTunes and clicking write a review. Giving the podcast five stars if you feel like it is deserving of so, and uh, that will help propel the podcast into the tops of the iTunes charts, which will give it more visibility on the national and international levels and uh, just get more exposure for the artists that come on and uh, just a, a great way to contribute to the sustainability and the growth of this thing. I appreciate the hell out of the people that have already taken the time to do so. And uh, you can also check out the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel, which features a bunch of in-studio performances and live show performances, including some from uh, this week's guest, Corgi and Bass, some of the the early videos. These dudes are uh, return guests, and uh, we talk about the videos uh, briefly in the episode, too. So check those out and uh give that channel a subscribe and then you will know when the fresh videos hit the feed DanCablePresents.com is the uh, central location to find everything new episode pops up there every friday or uh, if you just click subscribe wherever you're listening to this from then uh, the new episode will pop into your feed as soon as it's available on friday and you you don't have to go looking for it at all and uh you can also follow me at Dan Cable presents on the old Instagram. I'll put all the links in the episode notes for uh Corgi and base so that you can follow along with them. If you dig what you hear from these dudes, we feature some tracks throughout the episode. This is episode 197, 197. I, uh, this was a super fun hang with these dudes. And we're going to get into that momentarily. They're playing January 23rd at holocene here in portland oregon it is their album release show for Agro crag which uh really ended up setting the tone for this episode and giving it some shape that it's uh not really had in in any other episode um just a ridiculous amount of references to this this aggro crag deal which uh we will get into in the episode but i went ahead and uh i went with a little bit of, uh, extra production on this episode and, and edited the thing myself because I, I wanted to, uh, some ads, add some special drops to it and, and have a little fun with this one. This was just like such a fun hang with these dudes. We, we got super blasted and, um, we, we just, we just had a cool hang and the, the tone of it was just very laid back and just super fun. Had a lot of laughs and I just wanted to, uh, you know, I've been thinking about, about doing some experimenting with something like this and I felt like this was the the episode to do so and and uh, these dudes were super encouraging of that. Just a, a good time with Alex Meltzer and Barrett Brown and, and uh, we'll get into the episode. I do want to shout out a couple calendar dates before we jump into things. January 29th. I will be DJing over at, uh, church in, uh, in Northeast. So I'll be over there at church. I will surely be spinning some of the, uh, the new corgi and bass record. So stoked to, uh, be adding a lot of this to my library and January 24th. This gets mentioned in the episode too, but Alexander McKenzie, the artist, uh, formerly known as dusty Fox will be releasing his, uh, his first EP, his first album under his new moniker, Alexander McKenzie. And that is that Mississippi Pizza. And there's a really dope lineup with Sacred G's. Neil Von Tally is on the lineup. Neil is uh, a genius and he mixed down the uh, new Hindsight record, which is the the project from Alexander McKenzie and producer causes. And also on the bill is stress who played uh, the recent Dan Cable presents holidays party. So that's going to be a really cool show over there. Mississippi pizza, really stoked for that one, January 24th. And uh, I think that's all the ramblings for up top. I'm pretty stoked for this episode. I would appreciate your feedback. If you uh, dig what happens on this episode, it's, it's not, it, I don't think it's a, an obnoxious amount of uh, production. I think it's uh, I think it's a fun amount, but uh, definitely, you know, open to the feedback, you can hit me Dan cable presents at gmail.com or, you know, DM me on the, uh, the Instagram at, at Dan cable presents. I'll, I will, uh, gladly take the, the, uh, the criticism or the open letters, the advice letters. If, if, you know, I mean, that's, that's really the dream is to eventually be just re- reading, um, advice letters and giving ill-advised, um, advice to folks. So. If you want to hit me with that, you can you can send all of those to to any of those places, and uh, I'll put all the links in the episode notes as before mentioned, so you can follow up with Corgi and Base. I uh, I love this band. These dudes put on one of the uh, the best live shows in Portland, and always blow me away. And on top of all that, they are just incredibly kind and and good dudes, and and always fun to hang out with or run into, so stoked to present this one to you. Don't forget to leave your iTunes reviews. Episode 197 is coming at you. Corgi and Bass is on the show. They're at Holocene on January 23rd. Don't miss it, and we're kicking it off with a, uh, a new track, one of the tracks coming out on this record, on the Agro Crag record, which is set to uh, come out on the 23rd as well. Maybe on, on the 24th on all the streaming services and whatnot, but uh, we're going to kick it off with a track off that record called AMD. Let's do the damn thing. Bear Brown, y'all ready to uh jump into this thing? Let's let's Woo. jump into it. Do you know how long it has been since you have uh first been on this podcast? It's been a long time. Three? Yeah, it's been
2: yeah. Three years. Just three a little, years? Just a little
1: over. You were episode thirty five. That was
2: thirty five. Episode
1: thirty five. Um that was a memorable one for me for as far as because that's when we're still doing the studio sessions. Yeah. Like early, and um I thought what that one was like very cool. I still like those videos. Like those those are definitely a top of, of my list as far as what we got out of those uh Mountaineer studio sessions. The old days. Yeah, which was very fun. Dude, so, and then
3: Adverse did the one right yeah. before us because we showed up and they had finished and then their session is like my favorite session one of my favorite oh you did both videos. those the same day
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a day
1: you know what's very cool is recently i got my entire archive from Forrest, who has been doing my videos pretty much since the beginning except for the two planet session that you did I, yeah i had this dude garrett doing it who was fucking really good at video but Yeah, pretty much for like the almost the entire time Forrest has been doing it and I got my archive from it and he has the adverse was his first session and he didn't know exactly what I was looking for. He knew that I wanted the performances taped, but he taped that whole that whole thing. So I have the entire interview on video too. And Boyd has like his own because He's in shit. the drum room because he's in the drum room. So That's like amazing. I have all of this B roll. So I have to give this to oh, the wow. Adverse crew Damn. so we can do something wow. with it. because there's definitely like a lot of a lot of footage, especially like Boyd just like checking the drums and shit is is just like a whole thing. It's great. It, it's very cool. So there's like so much in that archive, but you guys were definitely part of those sessions and it was very cool
2: yeah that
3: that is
1: super cool wow
2: and that's when uh also kind of recent adam brock just released a new album and that's when adam brock lived here and old wave was rehearsing at the same space
0: yeah and then little uh, side
3: yeah and then i was that's when i was playing with them too and it was hilarious like like when we did that because we like smoked hella weed, like, and and Adam it was like kind of not like that, you know. Where you could like smoke Halloween weed, so it was like being in this room for the first time that I've been in a bunch of times, and we were just like getting ripped, and like drinking beers
1: and then like shooting video and shit. Yeah, dude, so good. Um, but yeah, that was a long time ago. Now we're you guys are this is episode one ninety seven, and so it's it's, yeah. it's uh, a few years later and. You guys have put out, I think, to uh, my measurements, like a, a really great amount of content since then. There's like a lot. I feel like you you guys are always putting something out. It seems to be the thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be made. So um, yeah. whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you just
2: the idea uh, for a project, and you just fucking try to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is our sixth one. The one coming out. Sixth. sixth total release
1: the aggro crag
2: yeah. aggro crag
1: yes Oh yeah <laughs> I, like, right. I saw that and i was just like guts and then yes. like, and then i went through the track listing and i saw guts was the last track and okay. i was like this is essentially a title track
0: yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck
3: it. well okay so one of the beats on which one was it guts Yeah, it was guts. It was when that I was making that one, and fucking Fox came over. Dusty Fox came, or Fox or Drama, whatever. Uh, Alexander Alexander McKenzie, the artist
1: formerly known (laughs) as uh, Dusty Fox, Alexander McKenzie.
3: Um, he came through and was like, "Yo, this shit." Like, reminds me of fucking the aggro crack. (laughs) I was like, yo, what the hell is that? He's like, do you remember guts? I was like, yes. And it's like, and then he pulled up a video, of course, of Of the kids going up the aggro crack. crack. Dude, and it's just like fucking little kids, like, eating shit, like, on this, like, obstacle course and a bunch of adults making sure they, like, don't really hurt themselves. Dude, that
1: is... That's oh a, that's God. just like such a ridiculous <laughs> reference for something too for, for somebody to walk in the room and just say, dude, it's that so reminds specific. me of the aggro crag. <laughs> and then just yeah. So that, then it was, that YouTube rabbit hole of then having to watch the show guts. Yeah, and the and the announcer quality is Nickelodeon all like, show.
3: He's like, you know Lisa the Fucking the, <laughs> that, the juggernaut fucking Nelson so is going up the fucking aggro crag. Oh, she took a hit. <laughs> it's like
1: I think it'd be really dope to do like overdub commentary I for those. I think that's the, where it's at. Dude,
3: the the regular commentary sounds like overdub commentary. And then they also world. have the, the
1: the British woman or the woman from the UK, yes,
3: right? Yes, or like the Australian. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Let's go to Mo.
0: Rami scored. Five
3: baskets which puts in <laughs> first place <laughs> Kelly in second place and Kostya in third Rank place oh, yes, shit, dude. Chris, so Chris Rank also fucking called he was like yo guts, <laughs> I was like, yes. guts.
1: yeah absolutely no." but that's... it's tight though
3: I, the word agrocrack is just dope it's dude, just an you awesome know? word because it can mean the... other
2: things if you don't know about that like you can yeah. imagine what it means
1: for sure it's a it's, uh, but then the for the people fitting. that instantly get it, it's also <laughs> that, like, golden nugget. <laughs> yeah, totally. You exactly. know, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> Guts. Dude,
3: that theme song is fucking... Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I'm curious. A lot, I feel like, with instrumental projects and, and people that play a lot of instrumental music are visuals super inspiring to the both of you where they inspire you to write music or do you ever like to maybe throw something on the tv and hit mute and play music to it or anything of that nature
3: um i've i haven't done that type of shit that much we did a live we did like an improvised film scoring type thing when we were in new orleans yeah that was fun and that was like that was like a real cool experience to
2: like do that. I don't know, but I think definitely pairing visuals with the music has has been something we want to make sure to try to do as, as often sure. as possible. And uh, I think that like uh, with our friend Jordan, who's been doing a lot of design stuff <clears throat> uh, with us, is. Uh, yeah, exploring like how the visual concepts can go with the music that's being made and like pair yeah. conceptually yeah. together for sure.
3: And Jordan's style really—I go- f- I feel like goes with our shit. So it's yeah. like it's been really organic. And we like like we sent the record, and it was like. <clears throat>
2: And I was Alex told Alex that. told me what color kind of he was like, I'm thinking of like this kind of color tone for everything and the thing that Jordan sent back. I didn't tell him anything, was like that the color same tone. colors. It was yeah. just like, okay, this is
0: yeah. It's That's
1: just very there. Cool. Yeah. Just aligning on its own. Totally. Right. Um yeah, when you did that thing in New Orleans, was it just live? Mm-hmm. Improv? Like had you ever is seen it- the visual prior to Nah. Getting to play with it.
2: No, we did a episode of like fucking. deep sea planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> it and it was so a house funny. show. So we just like turned off all the lights. We set up this the, the the ceilings were like fourteen feet high. So there's we set this huge screen up, projected the thing, and
3: it was with so our too. Awesome. Yeah, it was the the really fun. Player. Oh, sweet. So we did like three and just like and it, it was fucking super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've also done the thing with like sampling movies and shit though, and then like kind of and then trying to use that as visuals
1: or like into the actual songs, like narratives. No,
3: yeah, like using just like I guess the sound. I don't know, maybe that's something different, but um,
2: no, Dan, we haven't made music while watching visuals. Yeah, I was just wondering, <laughs> except like for that one house show,
3: that's cool because I, I would really like it's to, it's a
1: thing to explore.
3: Do something like that, yeah.
1: I don't know. Even something as simple as a skate video can be very fun to DJ to.
3: Dude, I fucking, I've always wanted to do like a record that was like specifically paired with, like, with skateboarding shit. Yeah,
1: it's because
3: it, that shit. It, I love the way that, like, dope beats on on dope skate vids. It, that's like my favorite shit.
1: Well, it it completely like changes the the feel, which is crazy. The the soundtrack. I don't specifically to the skate videos though sometimes cause it can be something that's like a very cool beat sometimes or like there's usually a lot of punk rock that yeah, rides totally. through those. But then recently I've been seeing a lot of soul music being used and that is like such a cool vibe for skateboarding cause it seems like it wouldn't be necessarily like the thing, but it just like works so differently.
3: Yeah, totally. Man. That's I, I, yeah, there's these cats Do you, they're called Just Over Broke Crew. They're I like a know. local skate dude. I got to get and them they on. They're fucking sick, dude. Got to get them, use... them on the podcast.
1: I've just been spending time on the couch watching YouTube videos of skate, skate videos. Be out there getting used,
3: interviews. <laughs> getting, they used to be... That, that was the only time I've had fucking my shit on a skateboard, but it was they used one of my that's drum beats for their shit. And it was like... I was like, dude, that's... <laughs> fucking tight like so cool. god i want to do like a whole fucking project like that it'd be so
1: sick um i'm sorry what what was the name of the dude you said you were working with with the visuals jordan sowers oh, yeah, jordan sowers yeah so is it preferred then to just kind of like let jordan determine what the content of the these videos are and just is it easier to leave that to him or do you like to have some some input on on what's happening With that stuff? There's definitely some input, but
2: he's doing the design and direction for the stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
3: And I mean, the thing is, is like, he's so fast and like thorough that like when he sends you like shit, you, I don't know. Um, It's like hard to argue with it. You know, it like, it's like you, you get it and you're like, yeah, that's, that's great. That's just, that's just great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no jordan's the man he's yeah a lot of respect for that dude he's fucking killing it it. for
0: sure
1: yeah yeah the the visuals with the the instrumental stuff is always had such a cool vibe though for live shows yeah For sure. and i think you guys show is like crazy engaging with or without um i think definitely for the the hip-hop and the the jazz heads it's very fun to come and like watch your band it's it's just exciting most of the time and i think it's definitely something that that always blows my mind each time after I've, i don't know not seeing it for a few months or a year or something and then step right into it and it's just like oh yeah like these dudes are real fucking good
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, and i'm
1: just like and i'm a big fan of both of you individually like with your other projects so it's it's definitely cool to, to get to see you guys do your thing, and it seems like you guys have done a lot of collaboration since the last time we did this podcast. Because mm-hmm. that was like pretty early on in the start of Core Game Base. Yeah, yeah, sure. Came on the first time you were still, you probably hadn't played Nothing that recorded, many live shows. Really, even yeah. I don't even. Know. Yeah, I don't know if you had either of the EPs out at that. Yeah, point. very early.
3: I think we might have had maybe the first, first one EP out. definitely not think, the second de- i don't
1: think we had the second one out though because i remember when the second one came out uh the bitter horizon track which has the uh the before mentioned uh, yes exactly <laughs> dusty fox currently uh, <laughs> alexander, alexander mckenzie, McKenzie on, <laughs> <Fox drama. laughs> and uh catherine feeney singing mm. on that track yeah and that track was dude i still play that track all the time. That's like in my DJ library Uh, amongst some, some other ones like fatty hats in there. And, uh, I think I will definitely be putting a lot of what's on the aggro crag in there (laughs) as well. But, uh, bitter horizon was, was such a cool track. I remember I put that on the, that was like my favorite track on the, the best of episode for one year. Um, but yeah, I'm just very impressed with what you guys do, but it seems like since then, since the beginning of it, you guys are doing like a lot of collaboration with people. Mm. And uh Yeah, what do you guys appreciate about that or what is it that's complementary to what you guys already do on your own?
2: Uh yeah, I think it's it's been really amazing to see like <clears throat> like the, the possibilities of the types of albums we can make are endless because there are just like so many artists that we could work with or want to work with or will want to work with. And where it's kind of like us co-producing with other people that we've decided that we like want to work with. It's just, I don't know, you bringing in something new like every time. And it's just been really exciting and really fruitful we made an album like via the internet and then learned it and then went to new orleans and like performed it and did that track next bus while we were there like is that
1: how the the remote album came about yeah with that's how we did it remote. Was just like he a, was living in new orleans he sent connection? us stuff
2: and we produced it and then we're like Oh Cyrus hit me up. (laughs) Well Cyrus hit me up. He's like, I'm going to be in Portland in June. Um, do you want to do a show? And I was like, okay, June. All right. Well, yeah, we could do a show. Well, we could make like an album by then. We have to do it in like a couple months. But if we we do an album, we could do a release show while you're here. So he sent. He's sending us stuff from, just yeah, emailing us sounds and trumpet ideas and stuff and we were producing all these tracks and then the week before the show he came we learned the album and then we did the mississippi studios (laughs) release (laughs) that's wild and that's kind of what we're doing with this like we made we made Agro crag and then we had the rehearsal whatever yesterday the day before and now we're learning the album for the january 23rd show yeah yeah
3: which we got we got keyboard player on this So we're adding somebody yeah a bass Our keyboards. homie Doug Dario, dude, this shit is gonna be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so it's four piece so yeah. for this. Yeah. Hell yeah! And we're having a track with some with Next Bus. We'll do with horns and stuff too.
1: Guest vocalists. Yeah, yeah. Do you also feel like that's a reason you guys have been able to put out so much music because you have been getting into like the collaborations too, and that just like feeds the creation process. Mm, No, I wouldn't say
2: necessarily. It's more like you just you hear that a track needs something and you have a lot of friends. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, wow, look at our community. And then the community can expand because you're like this person, I hear their voice on this. Yeah. We should we should hit them up about this track. And then like the collaboration starts. Yeah. And that's like worked every time. And kind
3: of just, like, having enough shit to be like, all right, this is, like, ready to go. Like, here's what. Like, this person, like, you know, it's like when we were in New Orleans, it's like we hit up the homie Ari. We're like, this track needs this fucking horn solo. And then he just laid down all this crazy shit, you know? So it was, <laughs> like, it was, it was fucking cool. And I thought we were just getting a tenor solo, but then he added, like,
0: Bass a clarinet, flute flutes, and fucking produce the shit out of it. Like,
3: <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, and um, so I don't know. I kind of think with like the collaborative thing with us, we—I mean, we've done like some writing collaboratively. It's usually us. It's it's usually it's us, us bringing like,
2: people in. I think, yeah, is and being really like, because I feel been. like that's
3: a good way to approach collaboration too. To a certain yeah. extent, is being like, here is like the idea that we have. Like, do you vibe with this? It? Is like, and like, you know. Because we're producing it, it's like this is the, you're you're the type of person that. Well, For actually, with sure. Cyrus, it was more like he sent us like a bunch of just like weird fucking trumpet loops and shit.
2: It was a lot of just like
3: crazy shit, and then we just like chopped it up and like made the stuff with it. So. And then we'd of-
2: be like, now it needs like. A
1: melody. So then yeah. we send yeah. Back so to, and then the send the it back to him. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of sent you some bones of some sort to you know create a foundation. Yeah, ideas. for, for t- sure. ideas. Yeah, to with totally. Yeah,
3: but I mean, I do like I do love writing with. I mean, we've
1: done writing with people though, and stuff for sure.
2: Well, like, yeah, yeah, I just like from the like kind from the of start, like, like starting with
1: totally. Stuff, yeah. I just really dig the uh the approach of being like not having any, any boundaries about who comes in to play the parts and just bringing in the people that make sense and they're going to serve the song best and the totally. people that you want to invite into those sessions to just be like, hey, here's the track. We like what you do. So we trust you. We trust you I mean, yeah. like oh, go gonna, at this. Yeah, we you trust know? you. Do and you
3: ultimately, <laughs> like if like the people that I feel like we connect with are the people who like really care about what they're doing so that there's like a certain amount of trust that it's like you know we want to work we like we want to work with you so like do what the fuck you're ever gonna you're gonna do because we know it'll be tight be, i don't know and i feel like everybody has something to contribute like that if you work hard at yourself and everyone so. becomes
2: a co-writer on the track and it's so like.
3: so then there's a lot of people that are in portland's tight so there's a lot of people to work with out here and
1: yeah it's yeah. cool man
2: Um the list grows
1: yeah and what about with the live show? Do you guys prefer to get to play with other players, or is it just? As I mean, good generally, when it's yeah, just the two of you. Generally, I like playing with like,
3: you know, like dude, like this rehearsal yesterday with our, like, so the bass player we've been playing with normally, Sam, who's just like fucking ridiculous, and and now our homie Dario is like. On keys, it's like it's super fun, (laughs) just (laughs) like expanding
2: and yeah, yeah. I mean, I still depends on the album at this point, (laughs) but
3: like some of our material, it's like I just like doing it with you know just bear and I or whatever because it's like the way it's set up, it's like I, you know,
1: yeah. And you guys can obviously do that if you need to just do a duo tour, yeah, exactly. You know, for cost-effective and whatnot, you can go do that and you can still bring. Bring in players to collaborate with on the road, since there's the improv element for sure, and for because sure. it's like,
2: yeah, or because it's recorded, and yeah, we could go to a place and be like, "Here's the thing, we need a keyboard player and a bass player." Yeah, and then and then you send them the record. Well, that's what we did in New Orleans. That's what we do in New Orleans. Yeah, Cyrus, and then we we um, had our new friend um, George on George bass on synth bass and bass and that was awesome he played like four gigs with us or three gigs with us or something
1: yeah what about the uh just like the collaboration process between the two of you are you often kind of acting more as like producers and building songs together rather than like jamming things out in a sense i think it's all of the above
3: yeah, because with it's the l- always different. Yeah. I mean, some things have come about from like, just like pretty quickly. Like we're like making shit, and actually, I was just gonna tell him that we need to do a writing session here soon because we haven't really done a
2: writing session in a
1: minute. So what after- is, what does like a writing session mean? Well, I this think band- the next one. Band.
2: I think the next one would look like us and Sam and Dario. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. All writing, seeing like how that how that would
1: go, and like would would probably both jam of on. You kind of like be bringing in these these pre-fleshed out ideas. No, we would come had. in. We would just come in raw. We'd probably you come just in we right. the
3: room. We'd probably
2: get in the room and record some rec- drums
3: or something. Yeah, or, or even keys.
2: set stuff up and just like improvise for a while, and just have that for maybe writing like after the fact. But then yeah, doing like more of the. Classic session, which is like, like layering stuff. And yeah, start layer. And just out. get yeah. some drums and start like writing and layering and yeah, talking about what the melody should sound like. And I mean,
3: I feel like usually, and this is how like you know we we start with like if we're like making a track, it's like either like we'll come up with like a little bit of a synth line or usually we just start with drums. Though it's like we're gonna mm-hmm. set up like drum mics yeah, and we're drums. gonna record. Some drums <laughs> and yeah. And then we'll get some dope drums because that will tell you everything else that needs to happen. For me personally, that's like the easiest way to work, so.
1: And for you, Bear, when you're sitting in a session like that, you're just sitting down and then just playing a bunch of different stuff.
2: So like for, for all the drums on Agro Crag, we recorded them at my friend Tala's house. She was like um, visiting our family abroad and she had all of these like different rooms so we brought like, well she had drums too. And we brought my drums, brought the tape machine over, and we just recorded just I just played tr- drums by myself in <laughs> all these
3: different in rooms. The, <laughs> like in the 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 first room we recorded in, it's like that's like what a lot of these drums on background awesome, like, It's just like huge. I mean it's like an open two fo- or two story fucking <laughs> tall ceiling and it it's just cavernous and it's and they have this like really cool sound to them that
2: that was cool enough to make a whole fucking
3: record out of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's also fun to like kind of like have something to play against for a sec.
0: Yeah, Yeah, totally. Either to like, is
3: good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sure. Well, a lot of the times what we'll do is like we'll get like a groove and we'll be like, oh, that this like four bars was tight.
2: And then we kind of like make the beat, start working and then do new drums. And then
3: do new drums. And then we'll do an arrangement and then re-record drums so that you can get like the live feel of it.
1: Yeah. Will there ever be like a thing where, Barry, you'll just record a bunch of drums with no one else around and then just send over some beats to Alex and... Oh, that's Agro Okay. That's that's, that's that's
3: basically what Craig was, totally. All right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool.
3: Yeah, no, we ma- I mean I made agro Kragen. It it didn't take long. It was like a week. Because we weren't supposed to have yeah. an
2: We weren't supposed to have another album after remote. But, so soon. but like we recorded all like, these. But drums we do. And, yeah. like, yo, uh, like, cool, I mean, dude. I was just chilling down here like making beats
3: with the drums, and I was like, yo, like, I am like Well, I made one okay. Here's the story: is I made we record these drums, right? I made a beat tape. <laughs> And it it was kind of like smooth, jazzy sounding. So... You did that
2: to the drums?
3: What? Yeah, don't you remember I sent that to you? And you were <laughs> like... It kind of sounds like, <laughs> like... Oh, yeah. And a couple of tracks. Yeah,
2: okay. I
0: do. It wasn't
3: a dude. It was like eight fucking tracks. <laughs> well, a couple were... A couple were... <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but... Very present. <laughs> I do they were kind of smooth, jazz. I was in a mood, okay? <laughs> but then... But it was like, okay, we're doing a winter release. And I'm like, okay, that's tight. Like, so yeah, now it's aggro like aggro crack. Dude. On your mark, well, I, get set.
1: Yeah, that's interesting that you say the smooth jazz thing because I feel like there's one of the things I really dig about the record is the balance between kind of the experimental heavy shit with the smooth and chill totally, stuff dude. that happens. Yeah. And yeah, especially in uh, Next Bus, which we'll get into momentarily. but i think next bus is like a cool example of that where it kind of starts off heavier and then it hits that that smoother section with the the, the, the horn and shit yeah
3: yeah. so it starts sounding real jazzy and stuff yeah yeah and yeah. then the track roses is like i mean it's like pretty quiet and it's like brushes but then the other shit's just like fucking crushed drums and like
1: <laughs> loud ass synths and shit it just came together super quickly and Literally everything has <laughs>
2: the whole the whole Corgi and base experience has just been too smooth.
1: I mean that can't be a terrible thing. It and it's has I, not been. I don't know. I think all. that's like the advantages of still being like a very independent artist in the sense that you can just put music out whenever whenever you want. You can put out six records this this year well, if you I want mean, to put out dude, six records dude, and shit.
3: Like why not? It's like if you're like man i'm like fucking do. way <laughs> too neurotic to like not do the work so like eventually it's like we might as well just drop the shit if we're gonna do it yeah and do it right though you know it's like we got dope people on our team like yeah jordan and cavity search records Daisuke. And, and our homie Daisuke and stuff who like really help us out with like just like the back end shit of putting out an album and people are are you know our team is like too. real supportive and it's, yeah. it's it's awesome, yeah. Yeah, um, it's
2: been huge, really. So it just makes it seem <laughs> so
3: big. E- it grateful. makes it seem yeah. easy to like put out records because of that, you know, where it's like yeah, they you, like why not? It's like okay, well, like we, we like we might as well put it out.
1: Like you can kind of just make the music and not have to worry about. <laughs> well, it's just been stuff cool so that much.
2: everyone's just kind of found each other where everyone's like able everyone's willing and able to meet everyone else where it's like we have a new record it's like okay let me do something it's like can i do some photos too yeah. <laughs> you know it's no, like all right fair. totally hey we got some new music okay cool send it over
1: i mean i feel like that's what happens when you have people that are genuinely into what you're doing too you know because they're oh, just right. doing it like as a, a labor of love in, in a lot of ways and well it's
2: an it's a creative endeavor for them as well yeah. It's like it's an experimental it's a place for them to experiment it with their medium. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about the project, because it's like is like a, an, an expanding community of like a place where it's like, well, we can like design some apparel and we can like make this kind of music and we can do like a remote album and we could like do an album with like a european artist if we wanted to and then like go and like spend time there
1: like yeah. these are all options for no us. boundaries it's amazing yeah no, that's <laughs> super rad and it's it's cool when you have other people surrounding you that are dedicated to wanting to get it to be a part of it yeah is totally super man. rad yeah um, yeah the aggro Crag record man i've been enjoying listening to this <laughs> but, thing yeah. been, and also like i'm <laughs> Usually I just let Mountaineer Mike put this uh, thing together, like these these episodes, and I just feel like I want to put so many guts drops in this episode <laughs> yes, that like I might just do it myself, man. It's gonna shoot. that's what I'm doing oh with my, my night God. tomorrow, because it's just like I don't know. I just feel like something should be happening every time Agro Crag is said. <laughs> it's just like and then go to Mo and <laughs> let's
0: go to Mo, Mo. he'll win it. Let's go to Mo.
3: <laughs> dude, it's so fucking hilarious
1: let's uh let's get into uh next bus though off of the uh the new aggro crag record do, do, uh you mentioned you cyrus it? is on this do, 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 track do it? No.
3: no no um our homie ari, ari i'm
1: sorry we got so blasted before this episode. we did kind of <laughs>
3: <laughs> we did smoke a huge
2: joint before this um ari yeah, Ari, on the horn? Cyrus's friend, and plays in Cyrus's band. Okay, yeah, in New Orleans, plays, that's yeah. what you said. Yeah, I there's connections. Okay, good. It's not out. It's
3: not. That out wasn't out just nowhere. like a complete. No. no, what was Cyrus doing? He couldn't like. Mm. He was like doing some other shit. You're yeah. <laughs> like, all right, we're gonna do go a session with somebody else. But he did.
2: <laughs> Cyrus went f- complete manager. Mode. Yeah, he he, he, he was like, it. you guys yeah. want to do a session on on Tuesday? Here's like six numbers. What do you need? Like this person plays this, and we're like, ah, let's get together with Ari. And he played everything, bass, clarinet, tenor sax and flute, all those horns. Hell
1: yeah. Yeah. That's so rad to just like be able to go into a different city and just link up with another musician and see what happens. Yeah, he's from Portland cool. as well.
2: Oh. Cyrus and Ari are both from Portland. Goddamn.
1: Look at that. Let's get into the next bus. <laughs> How it how does that work you know because there's so many i feel like bands that are named after um like pop ap- culture things. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah let's let but it, that let's is let a let specific
3: like now. it is a specific thing though like oh like Craig it was is, like it was like the well it was uh, yeah. the mountain no i understand what end. you're saying
1: now That's, so it's an interesting question um life's an exciting uh, adventure if you guys get popular enough you'll find out one day (laughs) yeah (laughs) nickelodeon will be knocking on your door dude (laughs) (laughs) they go after you and you're also you're just like also check out episode 197 (laughs) of the dan (laughs) cable presents podcast so he can take some of this heat Uh, too
2: we sampled sampled the shit out (laughs) of uh some of the episodes as well in that uh, episode 197
1: so just nickelodeon dude crushing your dreams That'd be amazing. Um, I love the like the snare hits that that happen in next bus that kind of like set everything off. Is that I love yeah. the vibrations? <laughs> yeah, get at that. Excuse me. bear has got a mouthful of snacks He's gonna, right now. Nah, it's <laughs> it's what it is is hospitality. These these gentlemen, Alex Meltzer, he made like a little spread. Uh, it's a charcuterie board a, in some a, way you it know? really is it really like it, it was a lot of effort it was there was a... it's, it's like there was that and uh, you hit me with a charcuterie board and, and a joint and it's great it's a, it's an extra buttered episode and i like these ones so I said, I really like the snare hits in (laughs) next bus, dude. Like I like, I like how that, that song kicks off and that's an, yeah. (laughs) And we're, yeah, we were talking about, I think that's where that balance for me of like the smooth and the more experimental heavier vibes like kick in because that, yeah, that shit's a little more abrasive on the the snare. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Also, I just, really like how heavy you guys can go with shit in this band even when it's just the two of you as far as i don't know just putting out like a very very dark like fucking huge sound that is that's a you know metal in some way but like (laughs) through what you guys are doing you know in a very hip-hop instrumental way if that makes any sense i mean dude there's just like yeah there's like
3: like i been there's this dude Mofono all right this shit is so tight it's like it's like it, it's like what Agro is trying to be with just like crazy hard like distorted drums and like weird fucked up synths yeah. and it's like really cool like good music and the break like doing the breaks is the breaks are nuts so i feel like like listening to that type of shit and like run the jewels just like real bass heavy <laughs> shit that goes hard live that non- you know yeah
1: um that non weatherproof song it sounds like you're inside of a video game or some shit what
2: did i say that one sounded like i don't know it's yeah but i had
3: a good one for that you don't remember I did have a good one for that
1: <laughs> maybe um. maybe mo knows let's go to mo <laughs> let's go to mo <laughs> <laughs> um
3: yeah, no, I, I think that I I just like hard shit like that too, so and like super distorted shit and yeah. I feel like the way that we recorded the drums originally like kinda lent itself to just smashing doing that type of shit to it.
1: You feel like this is like the heaviest thing that you guys have put out in that sense? Yeah,
2: for sure like dark. Darkest, yeah. Yeah, yeah or like
1: most experimental in some ways, like as far as the sound. Maybe not like. Mm,
2: yeah, Side A was the most experimental. Yeah, or, no. Yeah, you did like the improvised B tape. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. That shit's like pretty. That's
3: it's pretty, pretty out, out there. Yeah, <laughs> it was too out for some people. But definitely like not radio friendly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: wasn't well received, was it? <laughs>
3: well,
2: it wasn't not received. <laughs> no, no, no,
3: there was no problem with it. It was, it was, it's it was all crazy. good
1: no problems but this is definitely like the heaviest yeah yeah for sure. yeah that has yeah. been put out
2: i think you know it's made made in the dark winter months meant to be listened to in the dark winter months
1: yeah um it's, kind it's of so like, dark
0: yeah i mean it's kind Please. of like
3: you know like thankfully i have a car now but when i used to have to ride the bus to work every day and it's like cold as shit like riding the bus and like waiting outside for it and shit. That's that's the feeling of <laughs> <Agro-crack. laughs> you just like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, but also I don't know, like riding that song is pretty wild to me cuz I feel like or is that ring? Is it ring?
3: Like w r i n g, right? I read yeah. it
1: wrong. I'm sorry. Oh no. I was uh Ring. No, it,
3: dude. When I first like named it that, I was like, I need to fucking Google that word because I wasn't sure if like because you know like ringer, like you ring something out. Yeah, all, but I, it just looks so weird because it looks like ring with a W. Yeah, in I was front just also it. like looking <laughs> like, at it
1: on a. What it is? I was just also looking at it on a phone on a like a very yeah. small, you know, Dropbox file, and I thought it said writing, and then I wrote writing in my notes. So ring, ring, ring is yes. the jam that song uh really impresses me i think like the, i don't know it's uh it's got like those abrasive haunting tones that like kick that one off too but then there's uh like when the drums drop in there's all that like airy stuff that happens and i think that that's kind of like it's wild because it's It's kind of like it kind of goes back and forth and, and plays like this balancing game the rest of the track which is really dope
3: yeah, there's only like a few things that are just like brought in and out of that track and it arrangement was kind of made itself. Yeah.
1: Just so. like a simple thing, but just like you're yeah. saying the way everything And the drums like comes were like out.
3: were like they're super wide and like I think it sounded like we put the mics back like super far on
2: on those ones. Yeah, there is like a lot of air in the drums on that one and they sound cool. Like, because so. I thought they almost it almost sounds like that one's brushes as well, but it's not. No, no, but it almost does sound like that because there's so much like
3: space and the yeah. attack is like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. diffuse. But yeah, that one's cool. That one's fun. That's a good one. That'll be fun. That one. Oh man, rehearsal with that one was fun. <laughs> Stressed yeah, on that, that shit was uh, tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're super pumped for their show. January
2: 23rd. January 23rd. At the studios?
3: No,
1: No, at Holocene. At the Holocene?
2: At the Holocene. The Holocene? The one and only.
1: You better be there, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You better be there. Um, Do you feel like since... I mean, there's not... I guess the drums and sometimes you have some other instruments but you're usually able to do everything on your own as far as like engineering and everything and recording stuff yeah yeah for sure so is is that also you feel like having that is also a reason you're able to crank out so much music because you don't have to worry about totally tracking days or anything like that you know yeah so
2: we can bust as much ass as we want yeah and you can work
1: separately a lot i would assume
2: yeah
3: yeah we bounce files back and forth for sure, yeah. yeah
1: it's a lot of that going on
3: with with some tracks, it's a lot of so, that. Yeah, yeah it depends, yeah a lot of times it'll be just like when we hang, it'll be like, okay, like I'll record this shit like some shit on his like on one of his logic files, or so we'll like work on one of my Ableton projects or
2: something like that it so kinda of depends on what which song is on whose computer yeah exactly <laughs> <'Cause> they will <laughs> be on
3: both yeah like you know it'll be like some tracks are on his.
2: Like remote was like
3: definitely like somewhere on mine, somewhere on his. Like for half sure, and half, yeah.
1: And then yeah. you'll just like get together and you're like, oh, these are my ideas for what you sent me, or just send it back to the. Or person. we'll
3: just like generally work on it,
1: yeah, together. Together yeah. in the same room, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the the preferred? Totally. Way yeah, that's of doing the preferred things. way. For yeah. Sure. yeah. That way, you don't have to play like the back and forth game, and you can get like. Yeah, it's just easier. Back and forth and
2: like, is maybe sometimes more <clears throat> editing, or if it's like we've done the demo drums and it's like, okay, it's ready for new drums and I'll just like do them at my house.
3: If it's something that ultimately like we know, like exactly like Bear's going to record new drums. Like then I don't need to go over there because he knows what he's doing to just like do a bunch of drum takes until he's he's good with it. You know,
1: um, also really dig that there's, uh, I feel like a lot of the hip hop influences still there, even, even with the more, um, the heavier vibe totally especially on uh on guts you know the title <laughs> track of the album guts <laughs> it's the title track i don't it's, care dude <laughs> it is like, real one. to me no, hey man. to me guts will always be the title track of this album
2: <laughs> you
0: here first you can put
1: that on your little blog that you need to put out or whatever oh, <laughs>
0: you need to put this blog out
1: um Yeah, I just uh, like I like all the the scratching samplings that that happen in that uh, in that track. I don't know. It just adds like that classic layer of hip hop. And I feel like the 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 beat on um, on AMD as well. The track we kicked it off with. I feel like that also has like the very, very much that that hip hop feel to it. Um, Is that something that you guys are usually like? pretty conscious of of trying to keep that a core part of of the sound the the hip-hop more like beat feel stuff i
3: feel like for some shit it, it goes there but um
2: yeah i feel like it's just like part of like the influences are just there like the things that have influenced us are just yeah there so they're gonna come out somehow <laughs> and those are yeah, the, just the like the kind of grooves that i think like we
3: relate to with this type of shit yeah. you know it's like so it's coming here i want to like, hear like a dope groove like a, a dope like backbeat groove yeah and that's like generally all I want and to then hear. you go from there and then you go and then sometimes it's like you know we'll do some other shit and it's like like the track on the album roses is or yeah on the album called roses um it's like a lot of weird brush stuff.
1: That's so, the other track that has a vocal feature. Yeah. yeah. Anis um, Majgani. Yeah, that's a really cool track. I feel like that was very different from anything you guys have done before.
3: Yeah, it was
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: I really I r I really like that one a lot. Because yeah, it cool. it's yeah. I feel like it fits with the with the real well. well. And a lot of it is like, I went over to, you know, Brown Calvin, Andre. Yeah, absolutely. He's got this really dope mixer that has this like really dope spring reverb in it. So I went over there and like re recorded like some of the guitar and piano stuff through it. And just like it gave it this sound that was like really awesome. Yeah.
2: Uh, So we care about how things sound over here, (laughs) we're putting it on tape. We're going to people's houses. Yeah, dude. We're going to other people's houses. We're reamping. <laughs> we're getting the features. We're putting it through the compressors. We care about this, people. And we're bringing it to you, professionally mastered. <laughs> we do get our shit professionally
3: mastered, yes.
1: Well, I, yeah, I think that's a good move, right? And and to remove yourself from at least one part yeah, of the get, process. Yeah, get, get an ear on it, yeah. Get, get some different ears. Um, Sounds awesome that way. So yeah. like, what about, um, I don't know. Do you instantly kind of know when a track is going to lend itself to having vocals? The The ones that you've done, I guess there's what three now with bitter horizon. And then the two tracks off this record.
2: And then we're sitting on three. Yeah. Okay. Sitting We've on been three sitting right on right three now. for like
1: a year. So do you feel like the approach to those songs is any different in writing, <laughs> like producing them? It's usually no. Yeah. It's
2: usually been a track that's like, yeah. It's usually like a track that we're working on. Then it's like, I hear this person or this needs like a vocalist. Yeah, it, not necessarily like instantly, but usually like, yeah, over halfway through the process. But it's usually some sort of instrumental.
3: Well, the one that's coming up on half a take with
1: with Alexander McKenzie. With Alexander
3: McKenzie. <laughs> like dude i made that be like real fast and then like sent it to him like and then i think he sent me the shit back within like an hour or two yeah so that track was like that one happened like real but when i made i was like like fucking yeah alexander mckenzie on that like fox yeah like for sure yeah it's okay you don't have to address him
1: by that 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 I, new I don't name know, every like, single time you, he'll be fine so fox, i
3: guess he's still he, he needs can to still listen to this okay. and then tell me he'll fox be fine is okay
1: yeah
2: dusty's out
1: he's the All right. the artist formerly known as dusty fox alexander mckenzie
3: who shall now be <laughs> referred to as fox
0: that's <laughs> i'll put like a there's
1: gonna be like a glossary for this episode <laughs> yeah sure. um this is fucking a appendix notes but did yeah. you like once you were done with it you knew who you wanted to send it to yeah right oh away?
3: like instantly i was like i was yeah
1: because yeah you've outside of the the couple tracks he's done with you guys he was you know your two planets MC. oh when yeah you were, dude. when you were you know when you guys were doing the two planets stuff a lot no that's i heard my there's board. maybe like a revival Ooh, i heard there's a revival there's there. a track that sounds <laughs> fucking sick for uh, sure
2: he he print he screen prints all of our merch he's involved as well. yeah he's a he's a talented fella
1: that's the dude right there um, yeah he's the best yeah what do you guys like about his his style that adds to what you guys do or why do you like to keep bringing him back into the fold i don't know i just think like when
3: like with this track with half a ticket was just like I know that he's able to like hear that and then capture the vibe in his vocals, and to like put that out there, like, and to get it on the track. And he's good at recording his own vocals too, so yeah, it's really nice to like send it to him and then get back like a, a really clean vocal track to to work with. Absolutely. And um, yeah. I mean, I just I feel like when when you hear something like that, it's like. It, it was at like it was like at the right tempo for me. It was like this is the tempo that I know Fox will 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 kill it at. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I yeah I don't know. I think that's that's something he does really well is identify that and just like a good musician, he's really good at serving a song with with his uh, with and his, his
3: lyrics rapping. are the shit. Like yeah, and he's like and his lyrics are amazing. 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 Like yeah. yeah. Like, and it's so tight, like producing his stuff. Like, I did that remix for Chris, for Chris Frank, too. Yeah. Of Just an Animal. uh, Or, yeah. And I was, you know, every, when I was doing that remix and listening to his verse over and over again, I was like, man, like, it's like his his lyrics are so tight, dude. Yeah, it's great.
1: Yeah. He just, I don't know. A different part of him seems to be revealed through whoever, like, is producing the track with him. Yeah, for sure. Which is very cool. Is that something you guys really appreciate about the, the collaborations or being able to bring on different musicians for live shows all the time and keeping that fresh because they kind of reveal something different in what you're playing is like or
3: for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah definitely i mean hopefully that it's like those are the people you like to work with that like bring something out of you and that hopefully you can bring something out of them too so yeah i don't know with with fox he's one of those people who's definitely
1: like that you know
2: yeah. and he like he he works quickly as as well yeah he
1: works hella fast so yeah. he just feels it yeah he gets it out um yeah do you do you think that uh getting to see each other work with different artists also like brings out something differently in the way you like work with each other at oh for point? sure uh,
3: when i if you don't know Barra's fucking jazz trio music yeah every dude. time i see that band i'm like that's like my. That's one of my favorite bands. I fucking love that band. All, oh. so yeah, that shit's great. And Barra's records are really tight too. So, good job, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's also just like one of the reasons this works so well between the two of you because you're such big fans of what each other does I, individually? Be, yeah, yeah
2: definitely. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. I think like it's just part of like having a healthy relationship. Is is like everyone. Getting to like feel like they can commit to like a project or a thing, and then also be able to like do other stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, having the freedom like, and not have to worry about it.
2: Everyone and and like I think also like the people working with people that are also like continuing to explore their instrument and their like For thing sure. and wanting to like jump in on like something that is a thing that's exploring things. Yeah, no, <laughs> which <that> is <laughs> the
1: project. No, that you know, <laughs> no, that makes sense. We kind of push each other in that way too. I would assume. Yeah, and, you know, when you're around people like that, you want to keep raising the bar as well, and kind of keep raising the bar for yourselves with the with the tunes and whatnot. Totally. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Alex. Since you like make a lot of beats and stuff, and I would imagine that's where some ideas for the Corgi stuff comes from, are you pretty quick to identify that this is something for Corgi and bass and, or not when you're making stuff? Um, yeah. I mean,
3: I usually use bears drums in some sort of capacity. <laughs> like if it's like that, it'll be like, Oh, I use like, cause I mean, we've just like recorded a bunch of drums just cause I think, we're into that. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. <No>. Like <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then it kind of starts there and then we'll link up and, and like flesh some shit out or like, we'll just start writing together. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We'll either do like sessions and just start stuff or we'll have, I guess it's probably like when you use my drums. Yeah, exactly.
1: So that's bare- where yeah. it will usually start then with like, with, using with, Bears drums, if, if you are working on like Corgi and bass stuff, you will start with like Bears drums.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Which I have a lot of Bears drums. So there's not, there's not
1: like really a situation then where you just kind of come up with something outside of that.
3: Sometimes. Sure. Yeah. That's happening. Yeah. Happy. Yeah, okay. yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I was just, Sometimes it'll be like, oh, I made this beat, but live drums would be t- would be tighter yeah which he is uh, which a lot of shit on that. the track
1: yeah, okay. yeah exactly <laughs> all right yeah i guess i was just like curious if if it's like a pretty quick recognition for you like what is and isn't like a core game based thing when you're creating it on your own and there isn't the influence yeah, no, I think of it's, I, drums
3: i don't know i think it's a little bit more like in intention sometimes where it's like i, I don't think i've in a while, have like sat down and like played a thing, and then been like recorded
2: it, and then been like okay, like
3: it's usually like we link up.
2: We mostly just do sessions. We mostly of, yeah. just do
3: sessions and are like pretty intentional about like the session. It's like okay, like when we go into the session, we're gonna either work on this track that needs more fleshing track, out, or we'll do writing. And when we're writing, it's like okay, I'll bring we're over recording a bunch of, a bunch of drums. <laughs> yeah, we smoke. And then we just start making beats and shit. Yeah. We we (laughs) get very extra buttered.
1: Yeah. Just like we did for this episode of the program. Irish (laughs) butter. I think Barrow's very blasted for the first episode of this podcast that that you guys did. Dude. I clearly remember. (laughs) I remember being blasted. Everybody was we were all blasted. What? Why are you saying that? (laughs) Because we were all blasted. (laughs) (laughs) All of us.
3: Barrow's mom, Barrow's. My mom was there,
2: (laughs) me, Alex. your mom came, dude. My mom. Well, my mom brought the whiskey, so that was the problem. Yeah,
1: sometimes you got to bring your mom to the studio, and that's just what's best for that session. My mom
2: will be at the release, though. Will she? She will.
1: January twenty third at the Hall Scene. Mm -hmm. Who you guys playing with?
2: Night Heron and Colin Jenkins. Nice.
1: I haven't seen either of those bands. I've heard good things about Night Heron, and I've never heard of Colin Jenkins.
2: Colin played on Remote. Actually, he played some guitar. Oh, dope. yeah, yeah. Colin, yeah, exactly. And he front, fronts a band his band.
1: Uh, remote is a really cool record, though. I I listened to that one a lot today. Tight, thanks I you. really I really dig that one for sure. Um, it's like, really cool music. I the, like it. That too. catnip tune is <laughs> <That> really <laughs> dope. cool. And then the, that's uh, the
2: one. Um, that's the one Colin played yeah, on. The one oh, Colin nice. yeah. on. Yeah, that's one Colin Yeah, catnip is those super those. Sick. <laughs> Those sounds are like guitar pedal stuff that oh, we did. Oh, that's crazy!
1: Yeah, definitely would encourage people to check <laughs> check that record out that you guys made with Cyrus and uh, so fun. The electric car. What's that? The full title? View that from one? my fully electric car. Yeah, that's that's like a super <laughs> rad track. And there's the shortened, videos
2: shortened from View from my fully electric car, uh, looking out the window. I don't know something about looking out like the window like, in like, LA in twenty years. <laughs>
0: Just smoggy um,
2: AF. The whole vibe of the track is just smog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you don't know what a track full of smog is like, you check it's that dusty. one out. Um, yeah, I would also also encourage people to check out all those videos that you guys have floating around the internet. There's a lot of video content, especially the Mississippi Studios ones with with Cyrus on those.
3: Yeah, that shit was tight.
1: And uh, who's playing bass on that show? Milo. Milo. Milo, yeah. He moved to LA. Hell Yeah. But that dude yeah, hel- needs some love not hell yeah to uh him moving to la well, for but him. hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> to, to those videos
2: <laughs> he sounds awesome on those videos uh, yeah. He's
1: he's
3: killing he's it. yeah
2: he's a man
1: yeah there's a bunch of video content though so people should uh it's loaded definitely check all of that out um but for real you guys are two of my favorite musicians in the city so it's like i always feel very cool to get to hang out with you guys because oh, i'm just like is, really man really appreciate what you guys do on a, um, like music technicality. Both of you guys are just like unreal musicians, but also it just seems, uh, yeah, you're both just very, very good with compositions and like building shit, especially together. So it's dope. I'm, I'm a big fan of what, what y'all do for sure. So go see this shit live. Cause that's, that's really where it's at. You know, you can listen to the records, the records, the records are sweet, but the the live show I think is, is where it's really at and you get to see, see all this action go down. So
2: yeah, ultimately that's the fun, that's the fun shit for sure. And then it's like, yeah, it's going to be, it's just so fun. It's like different. This is like a just different music, different band than the last time we played a live show.
1: Which is rad because you guys can do that every time if you want, (laughs) which I would assume is like the fun part and yeah. in the the free part of it, like, do you guys have the a desire to make a record where there's a vocalist, like maybe the same vocalist on every? I would love track to be, yeah, yeah. It, I the right really,
2: person, yeah. I
1: mean, selfishly, I selfishly, yeah. I want to hear like a, a five, like even just a four or five song EP with with Fox, just just all it'll, happen. Like, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. happen it'll happen it'll happen it'll happen it's it's but in it the stars, would be cool to just like hear yeah just hear some other like vocalists and stuff on on tracks so okay so we got one with but you said yeah there's a, we got one three with can, from right? brown calculus oh fuck yeah we that's got we got one oh, with
2: yeah. cloud castle oh
1: got the yeah. whole the whole team we got one
2: with native dancer which is
1: a london artist that's right so yeah. more more to come more to come i also like that it's pretty spread out at this point though and you know just every so often there's uh a track with some vocals on it just to to switch it up
3: yeah Mm -hmm. totally i mean when it's appropriate yeah when it works it's it's like yeah i would eventually like to do a whole record of like like you know, writing
1: with a vocalist, like yeah, writing and the a vocalist. Yeah, and then every track, just has got like a vocalist Dedicated, on it or like whatever. A, yeah, know. with the intention of of making a record that way. That yeah, would, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Would, that That'd would be like be a full length. Though. Very time cool. Shit. Yeah, that would be dope. But uh, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's a hell of a
3: lot
2: of work for
1: sure. Yeah, because then it's not just you guys being able to bounce ideas back and forth.
2: You're just working on that for. You're like actually an intense yeah, period of time.
1: Having to. But, I want to
3: do that though.
2: And I don't know. We're
3: working on a full length right now, which is kind of like half full. It's like half.
1: Oh, you guys are working on more music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we <we're> the, <laughs> the boys are making more music. <laughs>
3: well, it's like most of it's done. Most we're just like fleshing it out. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're fleshing oh, yeah. it out now. Yeah.
1: That's right. Well, uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys hanging out. You yeah know, thanks, for, and thanks getting, for coming over getting and super jealous, getting super buttered and you know <laughs> talking about the tunes and going on some ridiculous tangents with me you know 162 <laughs> you. episodes later or something like that you know so dude thanks
3: for bringing our over the r24 dude the I'm r24
2: jealous, get the sponsorship dude. bring it back
1: legendary oh we Podcaster's also delight we also need to get alex Meltzer some more dollars for his beat his uh his drum packages oh, um, Alex Meltzer is making some drum packs. Would you like to yeah, tell yeah. yeah. this okay. is a free, ad. this is free ad time for you,
3: baby. All right. $8 Venmo at Alexander dash Meltzer. You get your drums. Make what do they get? All right. 55 one shot drums plus bonus break pack.
1: Dang. There's a bonus break pack.
3: Bonus break pack.
2: BBP? Uh, if you mention Dan Cable, <laughs> you got a BBP in there?
1: <laughs> Only All if you mention
3: crap. Dan Cable do you get the. F- do do,
1: do, do you have the guts to mention DC it. for the BBP? <laughs>
3: Uh, for real, I think that's super genius. But yeah, but cop the drum back. Sh- it's tight. That's, like tight super, that's
1: super reasonable too. Eight dollars,
3: eight bucks is fifty-five drum sounds. It's they sound all like, nice. yeah, yeah they sound really nice. It's like this is a custom drum kit. Look, over here. look at Tell this drum kit. Tell everybody about it. it. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a not mine. It's my It Sounds awesome.
1: It's a custom drum kit.
3: Yeah, no. Shout out to my roommate Micah for also recording those drums for me. Is he getting any royalties on these drum packs? Oh no, yeah, we're splitting the drum pack money. So
1: also, Micah is an unreal drummer that is true as well so yeah,
2: yeah. we're he's working uh, on a record he's working on i a ask record. him every day that i see him you every say every time i see how, him, you say how's that record I say yeah what's going on with the record
1: what's he saying
2: there's things happening every time it's a different <laughs> thing so that's good <laughs> right on no.
1: um i'll put all the links in the episode notes so people can follow along with you if uh if they dig what they hear and like I said, there's tons of music to check out on all the streaming services, so uh, a deep catalog to go through, and we're going to play it out with the track on the record off of Aggro Crag, a.k.a. Guts. Uh, Get set.
0: <laughs> we're going to play
1: it out with uh, with Half a Tick, which has uh, the before mentioned Alexander McKenzie. Joe, something?
2: Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, man, you know, he's getting some real airtime here, and his record comes out his it release shows the day the after hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, Fox yeah. has a record coming out. You see, out. the stars are aligning
2: here.
3: Yes. It's-
1: he will also be on the podcast in the next two episodes or so.
3: So Fox and Causes.
1: Fox and Causes. Hindsight.
3: Alexander McKenzie and, and Causes. They're doing a release really show the night after
2: us.
1: At Mississippi Pizza. Mississippi Pizza. I'll be saying all of this in the intro, too, so they're going to love when they get to hear it two or three times. They're going to love it.
2: how many times they need it.
1: Hey, of course. You got to have the guts. Get up to the top of you that aggro guts? <laughs> <laughs> It's the most ridiculous <laughs> reference episode to all yeah, the whole thing. It's it's guts. Let's go to about It's a guts episode. Um <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks for hanging. Uh end every episode with the uh the guest saying the tagline for the show, which is it's a program and uh yeah, so if we can get the core game base, it's a program we can, we can properly uh, on three. do this thing. It's, it's a, program. a program. They nailed it. Everybody. It's Corgi core game <laughs> playing it out with half a tick. Check out their new record. It comes out next week because this is out this Friday. So this is like a sneak. There's two tracks being debuted on the podcast because you guys are just kind like that you said go ahead you play whatever you want give them they it's They're dark out there. there
2: they need the music um, they'll get it they'll get it they it though. anyway
1: for real go to the show <laughs> january 23rd at the hall scene i'll be there and you should be there too so this is half a tick that's the jelly jams and we'll catch you on the flip side portland
4: lost track of who i was for my half a tick found myself then fell in love and I got lost again If all the losing that I do never results to wins It's just a matter of the views that I can't comprehend A boundary from me to you that probably cannot mend Built a fence around my shoes and then I sunk right in Earth could open up and swallow me whole Or you could take away my body but can't bury the soul I lost control and all the poison pop and letting it go it knocking, mocking my goals getting thrown, never got me nothing sloppy and slow, used to smoke when I was slobber knocking, jotting a quote, but now I know it's all superfluous and certainly so quit to laugh at all the sad songs and cry at a joke forgot the dream when I was screaming see then trying to be woke, guess we it for some meaning like a line of the code. well there it is I got lost again yeah. If all the losing that I do Never results to wins It's just a matter of the views That I can't comprehend
0: it It's a program